Hello and a very warm welcome back to the Fearless Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Britton. When I set up the Fearless Finance Podcast, I had a few ideas in mind of the people I'd like to speak to and the topics I'd like to cover. And one of those was very much about today's subject, which is why you need a financial planner. So I scratched my head and thought about who I knew who could answer that question. And the person that came to mind is a friend of mine called Gary Neald. Now, Gary is the CEO and founder of Blue Sky Financial Planning Limited, which is a company based in the south of England on the border between Poole and Bournemouth than in uh, sunny Dorset. So they're a firm of independent financial advisors. And as their name suggests, they're committed to delivering astute financial planning to all their clients. And interestingly, Gary had a background as a teacher before becoming a financial planner. So I thought Gary was a great choice to come onto the show and talk about what they do as a financial planning firm, but also some of the wider topics around why you might need some financial advice. Without further ado, please welcome to the show, Gary Neald. Hi, Dan. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Lovely to see you. It's been a while, as we were saying, just before we went uh, went live. Yeah, it certainly has been. And uh, it sounds like we're still there pressing down firm on the accelerator to try and educate people about money. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to interview you on the show, because I know we're kindred spirits about financial education, both for for kids and and grown-ups and bigger kids as well. And of course, both being in education previously. So uh, there's a real resonance there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd like to start with just, just a little bit of a background. Just to, So how did you go about forming Blue Sky and, and what exactly is it the work that you do? Okay, so it's a, quite a long story. So I'll try and can this very quickly. <laughs> so uh, I, like you, was a teacher. Um, and so I did a degree, uh, did a year's teacher training, fell into teaching, Really enjoyed it. Um, didn't really enjoy sometimes the vortex of negativity I found in staff rooms. Because I'm very much a can-do person. Come on, let's get on with it. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I actually did lots of part-time jobs because teachers weren't paid very well then, and uh, arguably not now, but for what <laughs> they do. But um, yeah, I am. Um, I did lots of part-time jobs, and one of the things was selling savings plans. I hadn't got a clue. Um, I really hadn't. There was no training. I didn't understand how what the costs were of these savings plans, um, but actually the end users, there was no internet there, so they had didn't have much information. And uh, when I asked, I was told, oh, it's none of my business. <laughs> Here I am selling savings plans. So that really stuck with me. I didn't do it for very long, but uh, I realized I wanted to do something else. And uh, I, I've always enjoyed the communication element. And uh, I, I fell into financial services, actually, frankly, but it was... At the time I was looking to leave, I did um, ask a financial advisor to come and see me. And, and lo and behold, this is what I do now. But I thought someone was going to give me a plan. Someone was going to tell me what I need to do, uh, look, understand me, look at my goals and say, this is how you get there. This is what you need to earn. So go and get a job which does X, Y, Z. So naive of me because actually someone just tried to sell me something, mm. which ironically is what I was doing when I was doing a part-time job. So. I, it, it's how interesting this has come back full circle and this is at the heart of everything we do is planning it's about educating it's about empowering it's about um motivating and uplifting people so actually they can be fulfilled in their lives with regards to money and not have the anxieties and worries so so that's how it happened i set my own company up in 2002 
I was a 40% shareholder of a much bigger company, nice guys, but um, they were from insurance company backgrounds, nothing um, uh, wrong with the individuals, but actually they were, in my view, were tainted perhaps by the indoctrination of the institutions because it was very much investment companies, it was very much insurance companies who ran the show then. But again, it was all shrouded in mystery in terms of how much things cost. Mm. It wasn't very transparent. So when I set up in 2002, I was determined whatever I would do, it would be completely transparent. And I would only work with companies who had transparency. And, and that really set me up for where we are now. Love it. No, that's great. I, I remember one of the times I was with you in your office and you showed me some software that, that was like a whole life planning process. And, you know, yeah, it was yeah. like, well, what if you, you know, you got your daughter got married here and, and you got retired, you know, retired here, that kind of stuff. And that really impressed me that looking at the, the whole life, as you say, rather than, you know, I'm just going to sell you an insurance policy because that's my target this month. Quite. Absolutely. And, and our view is that how can we advise people when we don't understand them? So we have to look at this through the client's eyes, not just about those functional events on the timeline, but it's also about sometimes their motivations, their fears. Um, and you know what happens? It can paralyze you. So you don't do anything. And particularly, as you know, we've got high inflation at the moment. Doing nothing with money actually means you're guaranteed to lose some of it. And so it's really about understanding the client. So when a new client comes to us, we don't deal with a client unless they're prepared to do this planning. Because actually, if we both understand each other, then we're not going to have any problems down the line, are we? Um, and unfortunately, Blue Sky have never had any upheld complaints because we invest so heavily in the clients with regards to time and understanding. So it's very collaborative. I think that's the difference. Really. Mm. Yeah, that was certainly my impression of, of you know, the, the time that I've, I've spent with you. So let, let's imagine, so, so listeners might be thinking, well, maybe in the new year, it's, it's time for me to think about my finances. If they came to work with, with a company like yourselves, what, what's the sort of process? What's the journey that they go on? Yeah, I, the first port of call is really a free consultation where we invest time, um, and it's important that we show willing. Um, we're not going to charge for the first meeting and just understand how, however long it takes. Not necessarily all their financial details, although we do cover that up. But my main uh, thought is really understanding what they're about and understanding sometimes people have preconceived ideas. Do you, you know, it's also important for us to challenge as well as listen. And really, do I think this collaborative relationship will work? Because we won't take any clients on unless we can make a difference, unless we can deliver value. So it's understanding the right connectivity with, with those client, uh, potential clients. Mm. Um, and then really, it's, it's um, asking pertinent questions, using your ears and listening, and then really saying, well, and, and with this motto of mine, if you're planning to invest, don't, unless firstly you've invested in planning. It's like at work, uh, those people are listening. You know, people go out and start doing things, and then you've got to try and formulate a strategy and pull it all together. And it's an eclectic mix of things that people have done. Well, it's much better to sit down, look at what your strategy is, brainstorm it, and then once you've all agreed, then go and implement it. Because so many people come to us and they have a real eclectic mix of pensions, investment. Often, you know, they've they've done things it hasn't worked and then 
frankly, they don't trust anyone. So <laughs> there's a real problem, isn't there? Yeah. And where do we learn it? As we've said many times, Dan, you know, um, sadly, when it comes to education, um, you know, part of education is surely uh, helping young people assimilate and uh, operate in adult society in a most effective manner. So as we both know, an understanding of money has got to be paramount in that education. And um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're both on the same page there, aren't we? Yeah, well, most definitely. I mean, what would you say is the sort of state of, of financial education in schools at the moment or with young people? I think there's efforts being made, but it's disjointed. It's not consistent. Um, and uh, frankly, I, I think applying the theory in, into practice is a difficult thing. So you might know some of the basics. You know, you know the magic formula, really, compound returns. And I've asked a number of young people what compound returns are, compound interest, and they don't know. Yeah. And, you know, it's so important at a young age. You know, you hear adults going, oh, you need to put into your pension early and what have you, but they don't explain why. Yeah. <laughs> it's that compound return and the tax relief and you get compound returns on the tax relief. It's really exciting. And that's where we can demonstrate through the planning visually through graphical portrayals, lots of colours, we can make it come alive for people. And I, I think we've got to make it more interesting, surely, because, you know, you go on the internet, I mean, it really is dull, most of it, isn't it, yeah, Frank? Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a very mixed bag. You go onto YouTube and, you know, you, you'll get some guy posing in front of his Lamborghini, you know, with girls in bikinis or something, or, <laughs> you know, or, or somebody who's duller than dishwater talking about bond yields and so on and it's all very confusing yeah and what we always say it's about relating to the numbers having an emotional connection to the numbers so if you're just selling products there's no emotional connection but actually it's also if you've got investment or pension or anything you just need to continually evaluate that to see how it works with your goals and of course your goals may change your life may change the economy may change interest rates may change so it's got to be it's got to come alive and i think sadly for for most people it's not three-dimensional it's flat yeah and yeah. Um, you know they see it as a really just um, pretty dull and boring I, yeah. I think it's our job to try and stimulate people and and ultimately create fulfillment for them and yeah. fulfillment means partly you can sleep at night <laughs> someone you can trust yeah. And you know what? Um, so, so we're we're passionate about what we do, and it's a privilege to look after clients' money, uh, for sure. But um, what gives me the most fulfilment is when actually they don't worry anymore mm. because they've got a plan, and they just need to evaluate the plan. And uh, I think that's what most people should do, no matter how much money they've got. It's all about having a plan. Yeah, love it. No, absolutely. So when you encounter some resistance, say not necessarily with clients, or, or let's say you're at a party, <laughs> if you can remember those, cast your yeah, mind back yeah. a few years and you, <laughs> and you say what you do. I mean, do, are there people who in the past have said, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need that. I do it myself. Or, you know, where, where's the added value that you offer? Yeah, there's some of that. There's obviously the Bitcoin uh, fraternity at the moment. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but, you know, that's falling. I know markets. Or a little bit wobbly at times, and uh, with an unwinding of monetary policy across the uh, uh, central banks, then and there might be some volatility. But 
it's it's also property. You know, property we used to get. Oh no, I'm investing property, but mm. you know, the advantages aren't quite as obvious now. Tax no. advantages, particularly, uh, it's a bit more complicated. But also, it's people jump on the what what they think is the next best best thing, or yeah. by the time everyone's talking about it, generally it's too late, isn't it? True. So it's really about you know, as, as I say to people, oh well, we 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 know someone who's doing this and someone who's doing that. I said, and they told me, oh, what I want to do is, well, how do they know what you should be doing when they don't understand you? Mm-hmm. And why follow the herd as well? What, what whenever when when was the last time you were average? Yeah, you know, it's your life, your money, your your goals, and for a lot of people, of course, it's just about choices. Not about being rich. It's just making sure you've got enough money to do what you want to do. And so, in some ways, the best investment you can ever make is in yourself. Because if you're not fit for purpose, how can you make a positive impact on those around you? So, you know, something else we talk about. So sometimes, you know, when clients looking at retirement, it's really about what can they give back. So that's that's also great to allow them to uh, the opportunity to do that because they may want to retire earlier because that's their calling. And that's their passion. So really, I, I think we've got a great job. I, I, I really enjoy it. Mm. No, that's brilliant. So how can people find out a bit more about you and about Blue Sky? Where's the best place to go? Uh, really just go and look up Blue Sky uh, on, on the internet. So it's uh, blueskyfp.co.uk. Okay. Uh, we're not, we are on, I think we're on Twitter, um, <laughs> Facebook a little bit, uh, and LinkedIn is, is the obvious place. Uh, so my profile, Gary Neal, on there. Um, it, it's interesting because somebody told me I, I I wasn't running my business very well last year. Mm. And it was um, uh, a youngish uh, entrepreneur who was all over social media. And my response to him was, well, for me, I don't want necessarily to grab clients from social media because what I don't want to is engage with all the noise that goes on around it. Because we've got, we're so busy. I'd rather spend my energies looking after the clients that have entrusted us, rather than spend half my time on social media. Um, and so, what what we tend to find, we get a tremendous amount of referrals, and so that's great because we we create like-minded. What I describe as a tribe. Mm. So what defines a tribe really is shared values in a broad sense. I, I'm not saying the internet, uh, sorry, uh, social media is bad, Twitter, Facebook, because it has its role. But for us, that w- we have so many referrals that comes our way because of the good things we do. So good, good thing to do if anyone's interested, um, then go, just go on and look about us, and it talks about our client, what, what our clients say about us, client reviews, and um, that's why I do my job. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll, I'll put the link to the website in the show notes so that people can okay, follow you. that. That'll be brilliant. So just to wrap up, Gary, I want to be respectful of your time. What's the best piece of financial advice you've ever been given or you've ever heard in, in your illustrious career? Oh, God, lots of it. On the spot of it. That one. <laughs> from an advisory point of view, from this side of the fence, what I tell my team all the time is the most important thing is what you cause and how you make people feel. Nice. So from that point of view, that's that's what I I it's we have no targets in the business, no monetary targets whatsoever. Because if we get that right, then we're doing something right and successful follow. 
yeah. from um, uh, an individual's point of view, a couple's point of view, is seek, if you can afford it, and I know sometimes it, it appears a bit elitist, the cost of advice, but it will be a really good investment. Just pay for someone to just do the planning. Don't get sucked into buying any products. Just go and do the planning with a trusted individual. And then the landscape may look quite different. People come to me about inheritance tax. And then I work it all out. And they haven't got a problem with inheritance tax, but they've got loads of other problems. So they're <laughs> worrying about the wrong thing almost, you know? Yeah. And then there's opportunities which they haven't even thought about. Um, and, you know, amateur advice is free, but so why pay for professional advice? Well, there's a reason, isn't there? Absolutely. And so it is an investment in yourself and your family. Mm. And that, that's really important, in my opinion. So I would just say, have a plan, have a strategy. And the other good thing about if you can uh, manage to work with someone is that you've got a sounding board, haven't you? So yeah. when your confirmation biases come in, you speak to this sounding board, as long as they're truly independent and looking after your best interest, then that, that mentor, that coach, can really be very valuable in your life. Yeah, hence that that long-term relationship with with the tribe you mentioned. You're not looking Spot for up. a quick transaction, sell a product and leave. It, it's that long-term relationship. Absolutely spot on, yeah, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. And it's interesting what you said about the internet or YouTube. And, and it's, it's funny, we have a lot of people where inertia is ruled, where they've actually been looking at the internet and of course, it's a bit like when you're ill, isn't it? Before you know it, you've got 24 hours to live because you've got leading <laughs> SDP when you've looked something up and you haven't got that at all. And it's a bit like that with money and finance and people panic and worry about it. And uh, it really is, there's no point in worrying about it. Just go and see someone do something about it. Well, that, that's been brilliant, Gary. It's been so much enjoyed our, our conversation today. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we, before we wrap up? Well, I'm just reading um, uh, about the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA, mm. uh, showing that in 2020 and 21, um, around 15,296 pension pots were worth more than 50,000 uh, each, were fully withdrawn, and it works out a ridiculous figure. But apparently 61.3% of those who cashed out didn't seek financial advice. Wow. And that increased from the previous year. So let's just forget the actual numbers, except the percentages. 61.3% didn't seek financial advice. So they're making decisions, maybe right in many cases, but is there, are there other options? Should they be doing that? Yeah. And of course, as you know, if you're taking tax-free cash or you're um, withdrawing money from pensions, you're taking it from an area which is outside of your estate for inheritance tax into your estate so there are byproducts of certain decisions so i, I thought that was a bit worrying really yeah most definitely yeah, yeah. amateur uh, it, it's fine when stock markets are going up and bitcoins going up everyone's an expert aren't they but but when the uh volatile volatility or the rocky times come what's what's the famous warren buffett quote when the tide comes out you can see who's swimming naked yeah that's that's a very good quote yeah and it was interesting, last week I spoke to a very successful business person who'd um, had money on deposit for a number of years, and I'm talking quite a number of years, mm. because he was always scared that 
actually when he invested, the market would collapse. Right. But he's, he's so bright, very intelligent, but actually was almost too informed, but his biases came in, so he hasn't done anything with it. Yet he's investing heavily in Bitcoin, mm. which is so much more risky. Yeah. And that's because his gardener said, that's, have a look at this. Now, to be fair to him, he's, it's not his life savings or anything, no. but it was just just incredible. It, it's the, he was paralyzed with this thought of investing money. And, you know, this is a bright individual. So it shows you how difficult it is. So uh, any of your listeners who have been in similar situations, I, I, I do, do understand the difficulties there. Yeah, crazy. You know, I just thought of a question then when you were talking about that. Do you notice it? So you must deal with quite a lot of successful, financially successful, wealthy people. Do you yeah, notice yeah. any particular traits they have in common? Any kind of secrets that the rest of us can learn from? Yeah, I think eventually after, in many cases, of years of trying to do it themselves, mm. the successful people tend to be very focused and realize they're good at what they know. Yeah. And therefore, they then say, right, I'm going to give my money to the best person who's qualified as a specialist who will deliver what I want. Whereas, you know, when they're creating their wealth, perhaps they try to do bits themselves. They'll remember the good good times when they got it right, but they also are sometimes in denial of all the times they got it wrong. And then yeah. as they got more and more wealth, they, they can't cope with the responsibility. So they go, right, we're going to give it an expert. Yeah. So... I, I would seek expertise very early on if you possibly can. Yeah. All right, when you you know you're just starting, the first port of call is to make the money work for you. And by all means, learn about what happens in the markets. Mm-hmm. But if you're starting to put some anywhere near some serious money into the investments, go and get a plan. Go and talk to someone. But don't buy a product because often it may not be completely suited to you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That is some, some fantastic advice to, uh, to finish with. Um, Gary, I just want to say thanks again for your time and your expertise. Always a pleasure to speak to you and um, very much appreciate you coming on the podcast. <laughs>